0: welcome back everybody to the Dom and Colin podcast for the challenge World Championship uh, episode number three uh, we are only getting one episode a week it seems going forward which uh, we were not too sure of but very happy about that because yeah two episodes would be a lot per week um, of course I'm one of your hosts Matt Lagory alongside my co-host Brian Scally Scally what's up
1: Hello, hello. Um, lots of things are up, but currently i uh, here to talk about the Challenge World Championship. A uh, ton of fun it's been. I know that this episode was not like a typical full episode structure, but I'm just glad that it didn't end up on a cliffhanger. So as long as we are in the right direction moving forward, then I'm happy.
0: Yes. Before we get into the episode, I need to ask you about. Um, I, I don't oh, know wait. what could have possibly compelled me to make my way to your Twitter account in the past uh, hour of uh, as of this recording, but um, I did end up on your Twitter account and mm-hmm. the hashtag. Uh, what do you What do you say? Challenge World's Champ. That's the hashtag you're using.
1: Um, I have no idea. I, I took it off of the official one. Maybe they changed.
0: I I mean maybe that could be what they're using but I I guess I haven't been paying enough attention uh to uh challenge twitter and that what is, they're using
1: uh, That is what they're using.
0: Challenge World's Champ or World yep. Champ? Yep. Hmm.
1: That's the official hashtag. I oh. go with uh what it is. Not that I'm tweeting that much about the challenge
0: but yeah. um
1: you know people have specific interest and i have very diverse in the form of multiple reality shows so i need to let people know what they should be muting if they don't want to see it
0: i mean please as far as like the challenge hashtags go it is very easy to mute like the couple of possible ways that it could be you know going (laughs) this is no 90 days with the 700 different hashtags that i have to mute because i don't have time for that show Uh
1: Every name, every hashtag, every everything. So yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things that have to
0: be The, the the, the real housewives. I'm out here muting like once a week, a new housewife, which like, and, and 90 days, real housewives, like all shows that I would love to have time for someday. Um, but in the meantime, when, you know, you're trying to keep your timeline curated to what you're watching and what you're viewing and care about. Oh my God. It's just, there's so many hashtags to mute. Maybe it was easier when we just didn't have the option, but
1: yeah, um, I have, unfortunately, hashtag RHO and every letter of the every alphabet <laughs> single one.
0: <laughs> so, And then um, you have to sometimes do like, you know, A-A, A-B, A-C, ad because you never know you where know. it's going to pop up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it happens. Uh, and I, again, also would love to have all of the time.
0: Yes. Um, well, that'll happen someday. But in the meantime, uh, what we do have time for is the Challenge World Champ or World Championship, uh, Episode 3. Like you said, uh, a bit of a different. Uh, episode as to maybe what you would expect uh, of the third episode of a season like this but um, as I couldn't you know couldn't contain my excitement to uh, talk about it on the podcast I had to fire off a tweet just expressing how much I enjoyed the episode um, I mean just to come right out of the gate with it I think coming off of a season like 38 with Rider dies and having the entire second half of the season be consumed with the same 10 people and the same stories and the same confessionalists and just it, we didn't go anywhere. Um, It was such a nice change of pace to have that kind of, I guess, if you want to call it a filler episode, be at the beginning of a season where we could then use the opportunity to talk to a lot of different people. And I mean, if you want to look by like a storyline perspective or an edgic perspective or, or, or whatever, um, you know, you kind of might imagine that the people that are quieter in an episode like this may go farther because they're going to have more time down the road for them to speak. Um, so if that is the case and we'd you know, I'm, I'm hoping that that's not the case for some people here uh, because for example, like a Benha, I don't want him to go soon, but it was nice having an episode getting to know him a little bit better i think he's a cool guy
1: mm-hmm. i do think that we are being shown i mean with ben ha like he was up for elimination he got to get some
0: screen time in that, but He but, had a lot it was like really getting to know this man
1: yeah you know uh, what is he at 14 confessionals i don't know if uh how many people are even above him besides Kellyanne. Mm-hmm. so um yeah it is definitely a lot from ben ha but i appreciate that i feel like i was very nervous that this was going to be the MTV personalities overtaking what uh, was originally planned to it seemed to originally be planned like the global cast um, show and I'm glad that it does not look like that three episodes in
0: absolutely we have gotten um, I I guess that's a a good time to look at the confessionals um, because, again, we're paying even more close attention to it uh, this season with our draft. But Bananas and West, like, you know, one confessional each in episode three, like insane. Um, Tori and Jordan, you know, uh, kind of came into the season expecting like, here we go, we're going to get more of them because, you know, the, the reunion, they were still kind of going at it, even though, you know, we still love each other. And we're always going to be there for each other. Um, you know, that this season had filmed before the reunion. Um, I mean, sure, we got a, a glimpse of of their whatever um, in this episode, but by no means was it the amount of screen time that they had gotten, you know, in the latter half of Rider Dies. So, you know, all of all of our main players here that we expected to be eating up all the airtime, like you just said, um, have been so far uh, pretty tame in the edit, and I do appreciate that.
1: Yeah, I was really worried that um, <laughs> we were going to have that storyline play out on repeat through this season. Uh, thankfully, it doesn't seem to be. I'm glad that um, what... I was worried doesn't resolve until the end of this season, uh, culminating in, you know, last season's reunion uh, would be the major storyline, but it doesn't seem like it. So maybe negatively affects some of our drafts, but ultimately I'm happy with it for the show. For
0: sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, this episode, it it was a a slower pace. Um, It was just following along with the same round of uh, from last week where John A and Grant are in power. They have to decide which of the two teams that were nominated last episode uh, in Jody and Benha or Kellyanne and Tristan are going to go in to face the challenge losers of Nelson and Huhui. Um, And it's really just, you know, following this all-stars you know fallout uh not even but just uh, what's been brought over here from from all of that mess um with john a and kellyanne and are they going to throw them in are they you know are they not um and then just again meeting other people seeing how other people are planning to either play the game or look out for the game uh and see you know who's looking at who who wants to work with who a couple little character moments it was just nice to have this again kind of filler episode with everybody still around except for you know our first two boots
1: mm-hmm yeah it's definitely when I think I saw you even tweet like what a great episode of the challenge and I was like oh my god did it was it like uh really set my expectations high no, I'm and sorry that, I was afraid of no, that <laughs> no 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 it's fine <laughs> not that it didn't Uh, live up to them. It's just I was surprised to see on what is typically like a half an episode structure was so strong. Like I still agree that I really enjoyed the episode and I'm glad again that we didn't end on another to be continued and that we seem to be good for moving forward. So I am happy with the episode. It's not that um, I... Was, like thought that it was bad or even disappointing by any means i just was like "Ooh, what are we getting here and i, I agree <laughs> that it's much better to be this early in the season um, more likely to accept this than you know late game really stretching things out when there's no one on the cast
0: I I love the All-Stars and World Championship release schedule of it's being on Paramount Plus so instead of having to watch it with every other Wednesday night show um, and have like a six hour block of television I can watch it first thing in the morning like I do Australian Survivor um, as I'm getting ready and before I go to work so I'm watching it you know Wednesday morning and then I was like hmm I really enjoyed that I want to tweet about it now because I don't want to forget about it later and then I think to myself hmm I'm probably really setting the pace of anybody that's that's going to watch the show today and think they're going to think this is the best episode in years but i i just enjoyed it i wanted to tweet about it um but i definitely overthought it as i did so um maybe i'll just never tweet again but um (laughs) again enjoyed the episode so um i guess let's get into it before we really do um do need to call out that we are now three episodes in and the international hosts have gotten uh, a screen time of about five minutes (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just kind of like, I guess we'll never see them again. But also, it's tough to say we're still in that same round. Uh, They very well could, like we said, alternate between rounds could show up at some of the challenges a little more. But yeah they are not on
0: the show. they could have been at the elimination like we we're, we're you know not that they could have been if they're out there, they should be at the elimination. There's no reason why not. This is presented as the world championship, and we have you know two teams from Argentina possibly going in and one team from the u k like where where are these hosts to like cheer on their teams?
1: Yeah, especially like the hosts of the shows that people are likely going in or are definitely going in. Like you could have them, like you know, say, "Wow, it's so great having you here." It's like, hope we see you again in the future. Like, give them that respect.
0: Right. I mean, nothing, nothing, the not hugest uh, deal, but it's just so strange to me that they were mm-hmm. <laughs> advertised as being there, um, and then they're kind of not. But um, so this episode again, it's it's a slower paced and it's really following the same round. So it's I'm I, I'm like kind of uh confused not confused i'm kind of like you know worried about how to go about this without just going like beat by beat um do we want like Or i guess i should have I'm asked you this that. before the podcast but um <laughs> do we want to like cover major storylines all at once or just keep going all throughout i don't know what you do you feel? lead
1: me that's what i'm afraid of
0: <laughs> making a bad decision we should have talked about this before but um let's
1: Beat by beats fine
0: Okay, um, well, so then we start off with this conversation of Wes and John A, um, that are just recapping how John A and Kellyanne's conversation went in the last episode. Um, and John A is talking about how, uh, in confessional, she's saying, so I guess apparently if I throw her in, we're not friends anymore, which I don't really get. I was like, okay, um, I get it, but <laughs> maybe you don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the thing um and I guess in like we will talk about this beat by beat like but we can bring up relevant moments obviously as they come up there is um like parts where if John A was friends with both Jody and kellyanne and it was like well you have to choose and whoever you choose is not going to be friends with you anymore like that would be bad but it doesn't seem like John A and Jody have the strongest of relationships sure that they have an okay one um but at the point where it's uh, people flag up like Tori wouldn't throw in Jordan and vice versa. And so like, why is Kellyanne not that for John a, at least Kellyanne thought that she was going to be that.
0: And why shouldn't she have been? Um, we'll get into this throughout our discussion here, but it's hard to not just completely, you know, to, to come right out of the gate saying, uh, I don't understand, uh, my queen John a in this episode and her decision-making process. And, um, I was listening to Brian and Allie, uh, Recap this episode, and Allie was basically just like, "I I need more information." Um, the you know the the John A that we know, like this, none of this makes sense for her. That she would have just you know made this promise or had this ally and said, you know, eh, I don't need her, eh. I'm just gonna throw her in, so it really does feel like we're missing some information here. Um, they all, they were, those two were also talking about how there wasn't, you know, uh, a real conversation with John A and Jody uh, beforehand to maybe understand why she was feeling comfortable with that side. So yeah, it, it definitely feels like there's information uh, missing here, and I, I just I I have to know what what that is because John A making a decision that I'm really scratching my head at after like two flawless, maybe three flawless seasons in a row. I'm like, what's going on?
1: so it's hard to know i mean we did get like a couple scenes which gave a little bit of added context those come like much later in the episode and often are played in flashbacks um so it's weird luckily we did also have john a and Kellyanne both on uh the official podcast separately um and they both gave like insight into this it sounded like john a was pretty much packing it up after all stars three and was like, all right, I had a great run. I'm so glad that I like won that challenge. Didn't even think that I would be allowed to get that far. Um, But as soon as I get called for world championship, uh, like she had basically always been like wanting to test herself against the main flagship show level of competition, but didn't think, that she like that knew that she would never have time to go for that uh you know filming schedule and so once world championship called she's like how can i turn this down i want to step up the level but not extend the filming time so it seems like maybe john a is playing this is my last season and i don't care about (laughs) ruining things for the future uh and then i can kind of understand it but when we even said john a's Uh, like biggest strength is listed as endurance and we thought it was social like maybe this is why they changed it knowing what was coming forward.
0: That's got it. That's a really good point Uh, (laughs) because to see that where it's a social game and then to see her completely burn her what could have been her closest ally in the first week when she had absolutely every avenue to not do so Um, and I feel like this isn't the first time in like late seasons that we've seen something like this happen. I absolutely cannot recall um, off the top of my head but just like I was getting deja vu seeing like Bananas being like oh like she's gonna be mad at you yeah of course she's gonna be mad at you because why would you do this to her especially after t- okay we'll, we'll get to it all um,
1: <laughs> we can go like storylines it's fine it's just this is so much of the episode that we're gonna be on this for a very long time and then uh touching on other things very quickly
0: it's just the fact that you know she literally had this conversation with her and kellyanne makes it sound like it was it was hours before the elimination where Johnny is so apologetic about, you know, the idea that she could have even been throwing her in. Uh, and uh, of course I want to work with you. I want to, you know, you're my, be- one of my best friends in this game or whatever. Uh, and then to cut ahead to, you know, sorry, you're going in. Um, John A did, you know, uh, uh, now I'm really just cutting everywhere, but it's fine. Go, uh, go ahead <laughs> to the, to the end of the episode. And she's talking to Kellyanne after after all is said and done. And she's like, well, I heard that you told other people about the promise. And it's like, Okay, A, uh, I believe Kellyanne when she says she didn't because, Mm -hmm. like, she's, I don't know, just just reading that back and forth, I believed Kellyanne. Um, And also, so? Like, you're allowed to have a number one.
1: Yeah, so supposedly John A, like, made it explicitly known that you're not allowed to tell anyone about this, and if you do, it's null and void. And so Kellyanne claims she didn't even tell Tristan. She would not even tell her partner. She told absolutely no one. The way that this was edited, even in the moment of the uh, conversation between them uh, making the deal, it looked like Sarah might have overheard, and we do hear her even talking to Danny later in the episode about how – Um, oh, they have reconciled things, and they just had a big, long conversation. So I don't know if Sarah did overhear things and told John A. that Kellyanne said something when she didn't, Uh, but we seem to be missing a few scenes. I don't know if that just wasn't caught on camera or if that's not what happened. It uh, just—the other scenes led me to believe something along those lines
0: happened. Yeah, definitely possible. Um, Just because you mentioned it already, and before we get too far away from it, Kellyanne on the Challenge podcast, oof. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i don't know i i did see tweets of like that moment when kelly snapped at you and i was like oh my god i gotta listen immediately and yeah. uh i don't know it was like it was fine it wasn't it, like a snap.
0: It, so also i mean there's a big difference listening to that on one x versus on uh you know my usual speed of 1.5 and i don't know what you were listening to it on but <laughs> <Two>. <laughs> yeah so it's it was a lot different on one x um because <laughs> i had listened to it the first time through and i didn't even notice it and then somebody tweeted a clip of it and i was like oh wow that, that was awkward because so what happened if anybody and listen to it. It's just that, um, you know, Devon and Anissa are currently seemingly hosting this, which is, you know, great, more Anissa, Um, but Yeah, at least we have Devon. Um, I don't know where Devin's at. And uh, they were they had Kellyanne on. They were talking through a couple of different things. And uh, according to Devon on Twitter, she was like, Kellyanne uh, talks a lot. She can she can keep going. And as a podcast host that, you know, they're trying to keep these episodes the length that they're told to keep the episodes. um, Sometimes you have to just kind of cut them off and say, all right, let's keep moving on. Um, And and not in like a rude way, just in a way like, you know, Rob does this all the time. Like you catch somebody in like a long winded thought. uh, You just got to be like, all right, so like moving on to the next topic, uh, Kellyanne didn't like that very much. And she was like, she said something along the lines of, well, if you'll let me finish. And Devon was, was like, it was, oh,
1: <laughs> it was like, I'll just sit here silently until you guys decide to let me talk. <laughs> I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> um, which I mean, I don't know. I kind of thought it was funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I saw somebody being like, and Kellyanne wonders why she has a hard time making friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Kellyanne really harped on a lot of uh that she has never lost a challenge because she was too loyal to a friendship and it's like how many friendships did you have on many of your challenges and uh i understand that but you could say that um but like i'm trying to even look back how many finals did kellyanne run against someone that was like ultimately stronger than her that she allowed to get there so i don't know if i'm always trusting kellyanne for the winning strategy
0: yeah, all I know is that uh she was a steal, an absolute steal in the Confessionals draft. <laughs> um currently as she she was my second to last pick, so in the you know, the last two rounds of the draft, she's still available um and I grabbed her and she is currently leading the entire field in Confessionals. She did not go home in this episode. Uh so however long she lasts, even if it's just until next episode, um the Confessionals are going to keep piling on and I'm just happy about that for me, but yeah. yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, <laughs> you, When Kellyanne's involved, uh, th- this is what I said when I picked her. It's just, you know, if she's involved in drama, then she's going to uh, give you that frustration and, and give you how she feels about it. I feel like in a way that, you know, even like a Tory or a Casey, like if they got de- betrayed by their number one ally, they would take it on the chin and be like, well, we have to be friends going into next season. Uh, so I have to be nice about it. And Kellyanne's like, no, fuck you. <laughs>
1: yeah it's not great kellyanne is uh, just this whole episode was uh a lot of energy coming from kellyanne she did fight back on like words like spiraling and uh uh, many others that were used so i'm going to not try to use those here but um i don't know it was uh, as they have said emotional a lot of emotions coming out of kellyanne at every moment
0: yeah so, um, where were we? Uh, so, what, what do you think about Tristan's uh, Tristan and Grant's involvement in all of this? Because it's obviously a lot of Kellyanne and John A., but these two partners uh, that are getting caught up in it. I, I, th- I felt like Grant did a good job of just being like, this has nothing to do with me. John A. has the experience. I'm going to let her go with it. Um, and then I just felt bad for Tristan because there was nothing he could do. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, for Tristan, I think that he did a good job from what we saw of trying to like be there for Kellyanne, but um, I don't really know what more he could have done other than stay out of the way. Uh, as for Grant, I think that if he was going to end up playing a solo game at any point in the season then sure great but being that i suspect these pairs will stick together for the duration of the challenge i think maybe he almost could have taken a little more responsibility on it rather than putting it all on john a i think it would almost be better if he was like no i'm really set on throwing kellyanne in and john a got to be like i'm sorry but like i have to go with my partner also like let kellyanne have a different person to blame that she might not feel so much vitriol
0: towards but uh, that wouldn't have been enough
1: I don't know. I feel like at least it's something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That wouldn't have worked. I mean, uh, like we see we see little bits of like grant talking to team australia uh and tristan talking to team uk and in both of them they're just kind of like you know getting a feel for the game they're getting a feel for these legends because again they're coming into the season uh you know as much as they just did their own challenge some of these people won their own challenge were runners up in their own challenge they it's very clear that they're coming into the world of the mtv people and the and and the legends you know and and their game and their relationships and everybody the usa people are you know No, same thing it's uh, we're watching every single country figure out how to interact with the legends because they are at the center of it all um and to get teams out of here we are going to see you know legends having to turn on each other uh because there's only one per team uh so that'll be interesting to track but it's equally as interesting to me to watch the again the international players figure out what to do while playing with them
1: Yeah. It definitely is interesting. I'm glad to see that some of them are really like trying to take the reins. I feel like uh, Grant sitting back here a little bit, but still having conversations with Team Australia about what they need to do, who they can trust. Like they're like, oh, Jody seems good. So maybe that even was a little bit of uh, brought into consideration that Grant felt good with Jody and Johnny's like, "Uh, okay, I, you know, have relationships with both of them. Uh, If he like voiced that at all. um, Like I'm just glad to see that they are attempting to play and not just sitting back in many cases
0: speaking of team australia um we get a segment on i cannot believe that we got a segment on this uh but on emily and ryan her now fiance mm, yes so for those who love love with lovely just, not lovely people
1: it's so annoying because yes his comments did not make tv um but when you're like i don't know not only queer person on the cast definitely not um on australia but when a queer person on your cast is online openly saying that he made homophobic remarks to him in this uh rant that he went on and you edited it out to then like celebrate their love story in future episodes feels so gross
0: yeah um like you said, they didn't show it, so they have the you know benefit on their side of like, well, most of the audience doesn't even know about this. Probably ninety nine percent of the audience doesn't even know about this. Uh, so who cares? Uh, and it's obviously more about Emily than it is about Ryan. Ryan's not here, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, for anybody that maybe missed our, our preview podcast and doesn't know what we're talking about uh this guy ryan who was on the challenge australia went off on this whole tirade on on that show and he was saying a lot of terrible shit and the whole cast i think had uh the rumors that they had threatened to like quit uh if he had stuck around did he get eliminated or dq'd
1: so uh spoilers for challenge australia but uh, (laughs) um yeah you know he had been like, he lost an elimination, and they were like, ha-ha, surprise, it's a non-elimination episode. <laughs> Didn't make any sense. But he stayed in the house, and this was, I believe, after? I don't remember the exact uh, order of events. But he had gone on this huge tirade against the house, allegedly uh, making homophobic remarks, allegedly threatening people's lives, allegedly doing a lot of other horrible things. Uh, and the entire cast had threatened to walk out because they did not feel comfortable being in the house with this man. Uh, and now its love story is being celebrated on the, uh world championship
0: <laughs> yeah like it's giving camilla like get this person off my screen um mm-hmm. but okay so i don't know that's all that's all we really get out of uh, emily uh you know uh, who is it? emily kiki grant uh troy is right there we now. go uh I, there was a scene later with uh with them talking to troy as well uh didn't really get much out of that one either it, it was just kind of again uh so how do you feel about everybody
1: yeah. <laughs> you know, we got a little tiny bit, but Australia it's just kind of a check in of Australia's doing great. We have nothing to worry about and uh, I'm sure that we'll get more of them in the future.
0: Yes. Um we get uh Nelson and Huhui uh, are going to get, you know, a little bit more time in this episode this uh, this format of this episode it being extended from the first round certainly you know to their benefit of giving them a little bit more screen time um, before we get into the Nelson and Huhui, um meant to talk about this at the top but uh, of course we're sending our best wishes out to Nelson who uh, if anybody did not see this on social media was involved in a very terrible car uh, fire and uh, seems to be on the road to recovery he's been in the hospital for I believe over a week now um, with a go fund me up to to uh, you know, help with all of the you know medical bills that go along with something uh, this horrific. So um, you know, really glad to see that he's uh, you know seemingly, I guess, in good spirits on social media and just alive.
1: Hmm. Um, yeah, it's uh, like obviously hoping for the best for Nelson after being in what seems like a really horrific car crash um, and like with like you said being set on fire and everything after. It's very annoying that MTV like list them as contractors instead of uh, otherwise classifying them so that they could join SAG or get uh, insurance through that way, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and they have to search it out for themselves rather than like being brought in. But yeah. Uh, And then, yeah, hoping for the best from Nelson, sadly, uh, don't think we'll be seeing him for the immediate future.
0: Yeah. um, That's probably safe to say. And again, if anybody is, uh, is, didn't see any of this you can go on to uh, Nelson's social media his uh, Instagram or his Twitter and uh, if you are interested in uh, helping him out with the GoFundMe the links are there as well but um, again glad to see that he is is alive is uh, essentially it did not look good um, but in the show here we have uh, you know his final episode of the season here uh, but him and Hui are going to get a little bit more content together and, and they're an adorable pair um, they're you know their communication seems to be a-okay um, I, I don't know we're not getting very much of like Naya and uh, Rodrigo, uh, to see you know just exactly how their communications going, uh, and I'm speaking specifically to the language barrier. Um, so as far as Nelson and Rodrigo, they seem to be doing just fine. Um, and you know Nelson's making jokes about when he wins and you know helps his mom out. They're gonna take a trip around the world and visit her in Argentina. So you know would have been an adorable story if it ended that way.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a very fun team, like a fun dynamic. They, I uh, just like like how they are having so much fun with this season they're joking around they're not taking it like too seriously though they like want to compete and win so I think it's a big presence to lose
0: unfortunately. yes um, Benha and Jody uh, again they're going to have a lot of uh, screen time specifically Ben Ha in this episode um, there's a scene a little later on where he's uh, hanging out with bananas by the pool and he's just like I, I'm happy to be here and like learning about this game and learning about how to play it and how to maneuver around you know all of these people and, and he talks about how you know you see a lot of like rookies coming into games like this whether it's any of these reality shows Um, and they talk about they want to be a good person they don't want to you know break their morals and and all this kind of stuff and this is certainly uh, you know something that Ben feels uh, coming into it and you know it's funny to have that kind of feeling when you're going into a conversation with Johnny Bananas of all people Um, but he's going to talk to Bananas and just kind of you know get some uh, advice from him about this game and it probably takes everything within Bananas to not laugh at him uh, while he's saying all of that stuff Um, but he's like you know you're just got to roll with the punches he's talking about you know backstabbing people he's like yeah you got to keep the knife ready you never know when you're going to need it but you know you just got to keep rolling with it and even Jody when they're having these conversations uh Jody is like I think you're starting to get it um I hope you understand that this game isn't fair but like we're getting there
1: yeah, the thing is, I wonder if Banana should even be saying this to him. <laughs> like, shouldn't he be telling uh, Ben Ha like, no, you're right, we should align and you should be very, very loyal. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I know that it's probably not going to have any real impact on the way that Ben plays. But I just think that uh, why are you encouraging people to backstab? Like, let them be predictable.
0: I guess you want him to play the West game. And I don't know if he's going to do that. <laughs> that is fair. <laughs> um, bananas. I, I, uh, Bananas doesn't really have much in this episode either. So I'm going to bounce off of that real quick. He had Justine on uh, his podcast this week and um, they was at this. Yeah, I think it was this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were talking about how, you know, as we mentioned last week, Bananas is like, oh, I'm such a big target. People are going to come after me. Um, and sure, he got away with it and ride or dies being a big target because he had one of the most social players in that game by his side in Nani. Uh, this season, he has, you know, a partner who has some friends in the house, but certainly nothing crazy. So I think he sounds a lot more worried uh, going into this season than he did in uh, 38. So uh, he, you know, basically said to Justine, you know, his plan was just to hide in his room, just to, to play as low key as possible, not make any calls, not make any You know, whatever, just play it as quiet as possible, because he's like, even when I do play it like that, people are always, you know, looking out for me and what I'm saying and what I'm doing and whatnot. Um, so, I mean, you know, you watch a scene like this. I'm, I'm like, he's not giving much, but I think that's what he's doing on purpose.
1: Mm -hmm. I think it's the right move like he doesn't need to do anything he's well set up enough uh he's not included when uh Tori you know alludes to her alliance of veterans but I think that he is well set up to make it pretty far in the game even if he's going to complain about the target so I think he just needs to sit back
0: yeah for sure um Justine is a perfectly fine social player uh, and bananas is bananas and he's got all of these connections. So, um, you know, they keep teasing uh, throughout the previews or or like the preview at the end of the episode, which maybe you didn't watch. I'm sorry. Um, But, you know, Danny's talking about It's just like, uh, you know, the war on the legends, like someone wants to take shots. The the shots are going to come. This is such a stacked field of competitors that. You know, it's inevitable that one or two of them, uh, that maybe you know, usually go farther into the game, may not. So we'll see how that all plays out. But um, I do think that if Bananas keeps playing the way that he is, and Justine just you know plays her her game that she's good at playing, just that social game, which I know she doesn't think that she's the best at, um, they should be fine.
1: Mm-hmm. i do think it's funny that we finally have a season where the rookies are like we should team up against the veterans and they're partnered with them and can't do anything
0: about right. it i'm like danny well, what is your plan <laughs>
1: i don't understand it like we need to do we need to rise up against the veterans it's like who oh, who is this veteran that you are going to be able to like organize an army against i just don't understand what the goal is
0: the, the, this you know transitions really well into the next conversation of Tori and Danny and Ben. Um, and after Tori's talking through everything that she's going over with these two, Danny's like, well, I trust Tori, but I don't think that she's going to put me first. And it's like, who is she going to put first? You're her partner. Like her winning this game also relies on you winning this game.
1: I can understand if he had said... I don't trust her to put my best interest first. Like, I'm not going to protect Danny's alliance members, but I don't understand how she would, like, screw him
0: over, personally. I mean, that's exactly, I guess, what it has to be, that, like, Danny is obviously here playing the game with Ben and Sarah and probably Justine. um, And at the end of the day, Sarah's with Theo, Ben's with ends with casey wow see forgettable oops um and i don't know well Tori obviously is going to protect casey but um do, do they have any interest in protecting sarah and theo who danny might be number one with uh you know sarah there so probably not so maybe that's what he's concerned about but
1: that's what know. i'm confused because it's like danny your target here you're, you're paired with Tori, who is like one of the biggest targets on the women's side and like justine is targets is uh connected to Bananas. <laughs> it's like, which vets are you trying to rise up against? Because it feels like your alliances are teamed up with most of the biggest names.
0: Yeah, I, I can see, like, you know, there's plenty of names out there that he can easily want to target Um, that sure. should not have any influence from Tori. Like, if he goes after just, like, a Wes and Zara, um, who, uh, you know, are not Team US there, like, sure, that should not bother Tori and KC uh, at all, but... Yeah, I don't know. still
1: feels like a battle of the countries more so than like rookies against vets, though. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, uh, let's target the vets that are paired with not our team. Like, mm-hmm. oh, OK, that makes sense. Uh, I can understand that. And uh, if you just want to say, like, we want to run this game rather than them, that's fine. But like, <laughs> we need to target the vets doesn't really make a lot of sense to me.
0: Yeah, uh, we get a segment of uh, Ben Drebergen, um, who is cleaning the house because everybody leaves it a mess. I hate to be um finding a Ben Bergen moment relatable, but here I am um, just cleaning up everybody's mess in a, in a big house like this. Anytime that is, uh, you know, my world. That's, that's how I feel. Um, but
1: so you are the Ben Bergen of any Airbnb. We
0: stay in is what you're saying. I really don't like the way that you phrase that. <laughs> um, ben and Sarah, apparently coming into the season, not the best of friends.
1: Yeah, I mean, we had definitely heard and seen at the end of Challenge USA that there was a fracture there. It did not seem like it had been uh, fixed on the show. It kind of feels a little bit unclear how they exactly are on this season. But we've seen a lot of conversations of, like, Danny and Sarah, Danny, Sarah, and Justine, Justine and Sarah. Like, nothing with... Uh, ben and Sarah right. I, I don't think they've even been Included they've other teams have Also been like oh Ben will obviously come with Us so I wonder if there is a separation Between Ben and Team USA as a whole um, But yeah it is Interesting to see how That plays out for sure
0: Justine said uh, On the podcast with bananas That that they had um Come to an agreement before the season, uh, got back on the same page in one way or another, but they do definitely have different gameplay styles, and we saw that, uh, like you said, in in USA, uh, the Challenge USA, so I can easily see their games not being perfectly aligned yet again, um, because it's just, if they don't play the game the same way together, it's it's just, you can't change that, Um, you know, if they have different gameplay styles, Um, so I don't know. I mean, I'm not the most invested in their success together to say the (laughs) least. So if it doesn't work out, so sorry to hear it, but uh, that's, that's the story.
1: Yeah. And uh, I can acknowledge that like Sarah actually I do feel has brought, a lot to this season already that she was not bringing to challenge usa um i think that she was well, i like the worst confessionalist over there and here i think that she uh didn't have anyone to rise up against on the other season yeah. where now she is like actively anti-vet and just giving them the control and i do think that that's bringing a lot to the show um so i can uh appreciate rooting for the vets falling down while also rooting against Sarah.
0: It's so interesting to me <laughs> to see Sarah in this in this light um, because yeah, she is being presented here as the underdog that could be like the leader of the underdogs. Um, mm-hmm. And it like makes you feel like you're supposed to be rooting for this person. Um, and the way that her team, is, it's, it's her and Theo, like they don't look like they belong anywhere in this house. They look like they are not well, not they—they they are not a part of any core of anything, as far as we're aware of. Like Theo and Kaz are working together, great. Danny, uh, not Danny. Well, yeah, Sarah is working with Danny and Team USA, great. But like again, we're kind of led to believe, and just it's—it's it's the most logical explanation that the Legends are going to be the ones deciding the game. Uh, you know, as much as. I guess you usually would expect them to whatever Um, Theo's not a part of that group sure he came in as a legend of making air quotes um, because he's a veteran of the challenge MTV uh, but he has no you know long standing connections with any of these people it's his first time back in years uh, so again these two just feel so separated and I feel like it's going to be something we have to watch out for.
1: Yeah, it's a really good point. I do feel like <laughs> if uh, from a U.S. centric point of view, at least, and from having watched the shows that we have both watched, it does feel like Sarah is the least MVP MVP on the cast and Theo is the least legend legend on the cast. So to have them paired up is very
0: interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it almost feels like they could easily have like swapped sides of the legend MVP. T- and like I, I wouldn't know the difference. Um just, it, it's hard to again, hard to fit them in anywhere. Uh, and and it's, I don't know, we'll see how those two uh play out uh with everybody else around them. Um, the Kellyanne and Ben uh scene at the table was interesting. Um, Kellyanne will literally just confide in anyone at all. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I
1: feel like Kellyanne needs a friend, and uh, I think Ben might also. Yeah,
0: so. makes sense. So that's uh, a pairing there. Um, this is where we get the Tory and Jordan scene. Um, not much there. Oh well yeah, a little bit after, but um that's that. Uh,
1: she was giving him a massage on his butt with her butt, it looked like
0: um that's what I saw. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so for anyone that didn't watch. Uh the interesting one was Jordan makes a uh, a Twilight reference with saying that they imprinted on each other like werewolves. Um I didn't know Jordan was a Twilight guy. Also, um there is Some controversy in the whole Imprinting process of Twilight So, uh, also interesting To note Hmm.
0: I am uh, famously not a Twilight guy So none of this was None of this was on me Or was, (laughs) was found on me, whatever Um, I mean I Yeah, I missed the you boat. You can fix that. I missed the boat uh, mm. on Twilight. I don't think so. I, I did.
1: I'm um, sure that Joffo would love to sit down for five more movies.
0: I don't know if he's watched them either. <laughs> okay,
1: well, perfect.
0: <laughs> First for both of you. I, I think there's better things to be watching. Mm. Um, there's like, <laughs> Is there? We have a lot more seasons of Degrassi to get to. Um, <laughs> hopefully. So... What? Um, and, and I over I passed over the Kaz uh, and Theo of it all, um, which was just a, a cute scene for the two of them uh, talking about their, I guess, rekindled friendship and how mature they both have gotten over the past couple of years um, and to the place that they're at now. They were explaining all this to uh, Rodrigo, who I hope he understood most of what they were you know, trying to tell him.
1: Yeah. um, It's interesting to me watching people communicate with Rodrigo on this season um, because I don't exactly have a great handle on his um, comfortability with English. Right. Um, So some people are just like speaking to him as they would speak to anyone else. And then some people are speaking to him in a way that I would often classify as like ugly American, and like uh, really like enunciating their words and being very slow. And I'm like, I don't know if this is really bad.
0: I mean, and Kaz certainly also like seeming not uh, I don't know that was sign language, but like using her hands a lot uh, Mm -hmm. and explaining things and, you know, just trying to do anything possible to help him understand. So, like, I mean, I I just imagine by the way that they were talking around him and talking to him uh, that maybe he just he doesn't understand english as well as you know maybe the rest of his argentina castmates um it's hard to think anything else given his confessionals and you know how people are talking to and around him i i would really hope that's not i i would really hope if that's not true that people aren't talking to him like this but Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah i i think that i'm gonna give people the benefit of the doubt um here which i am not always often to do uh (laughs) but i do think that um they probably know how to communicate better with Rodrigo than like we would yeah. having just watched, you know, him and three confessionals. Right.
0: Um, but Theo and Kaz working together, just they're letting us know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that I expected a little more of the Kaz and Theo at the beginning of the season. So the fact that we are, it's a slow burn. I'm not mad at, I think that I'm enjoying that. We get to focus on a number of people rather than just this storyline. But, um, it's been fun to watch them figure this out in the real time.
0: Right. Um, where do we go from here? I'm, I'm looking at my notes. I'm seeing a lot of conversations that we've kind of already have, uh, have touched on a bit. Um, a little of Tristan's backstory, I guess comes in here about how he's a massive mama's boy. Um, mm-hmm. As he's talking to Team UK, uh, he says that they're called the United Kingdom because they stand united.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm glad, again, we get a scene of Team UK, uh, I guess, like kind of strategizing of like, we're going to work together no matter what. Like, cool. Um, <laughs> and talking about like how Kellyanne has been in the house. But I do feel like we got to know Tristan more on this one episode than we did through the entirety of the Challenge UK. Uh,
0: yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, when I mean, he has that confessional <laughs> talking about how, uh, you know, I'm supposed to be the calm one uh, or I I have to be the calm one because I'm partnered with Kellyanne. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. um definitely learn more about you in one confessional there than uh than the entire <laughs> season that you, that he won for 100% certainty. Um I think he had not won did, did we already talk about this maybe during the draft that he hadn't won uh, any eliminations or dailies during his season.
1: I believe he's the only winner to win a season without winning a daily um and he also did not go into an elimination on top of that, so yeah, no eliminations, no dailies, no nothing for Tristan first um, ever
0: and so far he's lost uh the daily and he has um gotten saved from an elimination to then go in and now he's won um yeah. so this man is on a roller coaster uh <laughs> in his second time around here a very uh,
1: different season for him,
0: yes um we touched on the Kellyanne and John A. talk. Do you have any more thoughts on it as as it comes up in the episode?
1: It's really interesting. I just – I can't get a read on is this how John A. always plays. I mean in the podcast, we definitely got from both sides like a little bit of their history. Kellyanne like highlights that she – um, came into All Stars 3 with an explicit alliance with John A, and then felt betrayed by her playing both sides, but not like ultimately too bad. What she felt most betrayed by was seeing John A talk badly about her to I don't think Sylvia, um, like on camera, to which John A has apologized for. So there were like wary feelings coming into the season, but they were like very sure they were gonna work together. They had patched things up. So It's very confusing for me. This just doesn't feel like John A to be throwing Kellyanne in so early. I understand that Kellyanne uh, was coming off not the best. A little emotional, a little unpredictable, but um, I don't know. It's so weird for me. Do you think it's the right move?
0: To betray her?
1: Throwing Kellyanne here. No.
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) just wondering no 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 that's what i was saying at the top of the episode of just like i don't understand what john a did or why she did it um so like when i try to put myself in her shoes uh and just imagine what it's like to like live with kellyanne to work with kellyanne in the game like i can see a lot of aspects in kellyanne as a person where i'm like ooh, um maybe not you know the ally that i want to have you know by my side all the way through that's going to help me in the social game that's going to you know be somebody that people will yeah uh, that's it like if I'm if I'm John A and I'm like well it's either going to be me trying to incorporate myself into the vets or me and Kellyanne as a package duo with our partners that are trying to incorporate ourselves are they going to take me in and I can get farther in the game or are they going to take both of us in uh, because I don't think that John A and Kellyanne and Jody the three of the all-star groupings there or, and maybe yes and Emily if you count, you know, if you pull in every all-star pairing, uh, plus it's not even just all-stars. It's, it's, you know, country versus country. There's a lot of factors going on here. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they'd be strong enough uh, or powerful enough to overtake, like, the, the mainstay MTV people, the Tory and Casey group um, and, and Bananas and Wes and all of jo- Jordan and whoever else. Um, so it's tough for me to figure out exactly what path. I think John A needs to go down here. Um, we see the scene later on after she does have, uh, she has picked Kelly and we flash back to seeing Johnny talking to Tori and Casey and, you know, they're getting in her ear being like, well, she said she's coming after the big dog. So why wouldn't that mean you? It's not going to mean, John A. You know, anytime soon. There's so many people in the house that Kellyanne would look to get out before she got John A. out. Would she maybe cut John A. at like final five or six if she found a way to throw her in? Of course, but there's a long way to go until then. She swears not. She swears (laughs) not. But there's a long way to go uh, before that would even be a possibility. John A. knows that she can beat Kellyanne in a final. Anybody can probably beat Kellyanne in a final because this woman uh, can't put together a five piece puzzle. You know, so it's just. It, the overall, like, you know, overall, I have to say no, but I can understand how hard it would be to want to work with her.
1: The thing is that I under I actually kind of do believe Kellyanne where she has like, the evidence on her side of like. Evelyn was her number one ally for seasons and like she would never have turned on her no matter like how much it benefited her so I think that uh, Kellyanne is fiercely loyal Um, as Wes even points out in this episode I think that she is never going to betray you no matter how much it would benefit her Um, and she claims she would be understanding if John A was like even that conversation that was shown between John A, Tori and Casey that like oh don't you think you're gonna be the strongest player don't you think they're gonna come after you like if she had framed that in the right way Kellyanne claims she would believe it um, I don't know if that's the case the only real rationalization that I've thought of for this is Jody and Benha are a lot more likely to be winning challenges and thus keeping John A out of elimination versus um, Kellyanne and Tristan I don't think are probably going to be winning a ton of dailies and thus having that power but I think that it's so marginal that that does not matter especially when you see someone like Amber talking about how if Johnny is willing to do this to her best friend obviously she's going to be willing to do this to me in the future.
0: Yeah. And when you consider who John A is as a player in the year 2023 or 2022 in this film, um, she is a threat. And, you know, Tori and Casey and anybody else that is, you know, trying to work with her now down the line, they don't want to run the final against her. They're definitely afraid of her. Um, I don't care what size of their egos, you know, we have uh coming into this game, you know, Tory's won a recent season, Casey's won a recent season, A has won two recent seasons. Like there's, you know, you you've seen that she is is capable of doing whatever it takes to win uh, you know, finals. And, and these are all-star seasons. It's not champs versus pro seasons. Like they were, you know, legitimate finals uh in their own right. So, um you know, I, I don't see anything that John A did differently in All Stars Three Final versus like what Tori had to do in, uh, you know, the season that she just won. So um, again, I do think that that uh, anybody's going to look at John A as a threat, um, and it's probably more beneficial to her to just have the extra number by her side of a friend.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think it's the move. I think uh, even with Kellyanne being a little emotional she's not gonna be emotional towards you if you don't throw her in um especially once i saw the elimination i wondered how benhan jody would um do in this. I thought as soon as I saw it, Kellyanne and Tristan are going to kill it. Um and I didn't think that uh the other side would have as many struggles as they did, which we'll talk about. Um, but I just wasn't sure exactly how Jody and Ben howe would do as compared to Kellyanne and Tristan. So um it's like if you want the person you throw in to ultimately go home, should you have gone that direction? Also, I don't know. It's just so many confusing decisions.
0: Um, I know that, you know, Kellyanne's felt, well, they're all filming their confessionals after the fact, but um, when we get the scene of John A doing uh, Ben Os' hair, uh, and, you know, just their. They're talking, and Ben I was trying to get some, you know, uh, conversation going with John A. And the whole thing is that Kellyanne's right there observing and listening to it all. Uh, like again, I know that Kellyanne's telling us after the fact. Well, I was watching John A. the whole time to watch her face, but like she probably was. Um, and it just feels like right off the bat, you know, the, if this conversation happened in the order that we saw it, and she already looks like she doesn't trust John A. again. So maybe like as much as they hugged and cried during that conversation, it just between the two of them just did not feel real enough.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Johnny having that conversation feels so odd. If you like if your mind is not 100% made up, why have that conversation?
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: It's just it it seems like a rookie move. Um, And that's what I don't understand. And that's why I agree. It does feel like there's context missing. Because it's just like Kellyanne is leaning so hard on that, and I feel like she said. And I granted it was filmed after, but the like, oh, there's like a 0.1% chance. Like she made it so convincing in like we need to be allies moving forward. That's exactly what I want. We need to be working together. Um, so it, it just felt too definitive, too uh, like aggressive of a move in that to like take back. So I don't know. Very weird decision.
0: What did you think of uh, when Nelson gets involved here and he's going to tell John A that he wants to have you know some say in this, which makes sense. Um, And he says, if I put my hair up, it means that I want Kellyanne and Tristan for the elimination. If I leave it down, I want Jody and Benha. And uh, John A has to consider whether or not that she could actually use Nelson uh, and what his preferences are as her justification.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think like for Nelson, good for asking for what you want. Um, I thought it was funny when he's talking to Huhui of like, do you feel more comfortable competing against Kellyanne or against Jody? <laughs> like, uh, I think we know the answer. <laughs> so, um, it felt pretty obvious from that one. Uh, I understand from Nelson's perspective of having, uh, like some things that he would be better in against like each of Benha and, uh, Tristan, but I didn't think it really should be that much of a question on Hui's side. So, for Nelson to try to get his way, good on him for John A to have this epiphany of, like, oh, I could blame it on Nelson. Like, first of all, have you not thought of that already? And second of all, like, did you think that was going to (laughs) work?
0: And and as we get to the elimination, we're going to see he does put his hair up. He does pick, uh, you know, Kellyanne interested in that that's who he wants. And as we're going to swing back around later, it does seem like Johnny is going to try to use this in one way or another uh, to just, you know, it's like she it's, it's like she knows this isn't going to work. Like, no one's going to believe, oh, I only did this because Nelson wanted me to pick them. Um, but at least she has the card to play, I guess. I, I don't really know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it just feels like a week. Like thing to lean on i don't think that anyone was going to fall for it maybe um someone like early on but when you've had like if this was uh let's say some of the mvps like oh i had to like respect what they wanted like okay i guess kind of but not when you've had years and years of friendship right
0: um are you ready to talk through the elimination (laughs)
1: <laughs> that elimination. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> um what do you have a name for it? I, I didn't catch it if there was.
1: It was called Tether Brawl.
0: Tether Brawl. Okay, I guess that makes sense because if it the ball fine. if the thing had landed in the middle, they were able to go, you know, brawl for it. Um, which is the only way that Nelson was going to get a point and got a point in that elimination. It ended up being Nelson and Huhui against Kellyanne and Tristan, as we have talked about, uh the two of them, Kellyanne and Tristan getting thrown in. And this did not Go well for Nelson, uh, and Howie, <sighs> to say the least.
1: <laughs> yeah, this was sad. Um, I really had been kinda hoping that they would come back. I just think they're a fun team. I thought they were going to bring like a levity to this season, where I guess Kellyanne will bring the drama, so it was kinda lose lose in that case, but um, it was disappointing to see Nelson have such like an epic fail in this elimination.
0: Yeah, um, his confessional took me out. Uh, when they first got started, and they're struggling, and you cut to Nelson going, "Whoa, this girl's heavy." <laughs> like, is she? She's I don't think not. So. <laughs> I don't think so. This is not a hooey issue, <laughs> Nelson. <laughs>
1: The thing is, I do think that there were issues with Hui. I think that she was laying way too far back on the, um, like, whatever she was swinging on, like, the board. I think that she was flailing around, which caused, like, the disruption in um, the direction that she was swinging. But this was far and away a Nelson issue.
0: Yeah, I I mean – The confessionals were doing enough, you know, picking on him that, you know, I really don't need to do a lot of it here. You know, the Peter Pan comments and Tori and Danny making fun of everybody was, you know, in confessional, just, you know, trying their best to not break out into hysterical laughter, but it wasn't working for everybody. Um this is a basic swing. You know, you're on a playground. You you want to swing as high as possible. You got to get momentum. You you got to, you know, keep kicking your feet and keep swinging. Um and if, you know, you're on the playground and you've got, you know, whoever pushing you on the swing behind you, that's great and all, but that's going to keep you moving. It's it's not going to get you high. Uh and what mm-hmm. they needed to get was as high as possible to grab these things down and and score the points. Nelson could not pick up on that, uh, you know, once uh, he kept trying to stop her or trying to continue pulling her forward, I guess, is what he was going for. Um, he just kept thinking like, oh, that didn't work. Let me try to get harder. Oh, that didn't work. Uh, let me grab it this time and I'll swing it harder this way. Uh, it, not, my, my guy just could not could not do it.
1: Yeah. Um, the only thing that made me a little more on his side, because at first I'm watching this and I was like, all right, like it does stand out where people said Nelson shouldn't be here as a legend. I do think Nelson Um, Would I say, like, Nelson is a legend of the franchise? Uh, I think I would generally put that in more rarefied air, but depending on how you, um, like, where the cutoff is, I would say Nelson is, like, very, very well-established in legend territory. Um, The problem is that the other legends that are on this season or not on this season, like Bananas, CT, Jordan, um, like many, many other people would never, ever have this issue. They would never flop like this as aggressively in an elimination. Um, that is the problem. But when they talk about it on the official podcast and – Davon even says like Nelson's a little shorter so maybe he couldn't reach it like as easily as Tristan and Anissa says like but it has to be possible like they would never make it impossible yeah they would they would definitely make it impossible they have in multiple other eliminations think about when was it Tori couldn't even pull the um weight that was in the bucket over and just literally was stuck at square one Um, there have been many many other times that I could uh, think of where people just like physically cannot do something that they're asked to do I think on Challenge USA they had to pick up the tires like over a bar and they weren't allowed to help their partners and the woman competing was not tall enough to reach the top of the bar. So, uh, yeah, they would make it impossible for people and not balance it by height at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, It would be nice if Nelson got a little bit longer of a rope in order to make up for it, but I think that they probably don't care very much to be honest. Uh, But, again, like Nelson is going to have these moments where he makes mistakes, and I don't think it was only a height issue. I think Nelson just didn't really figure it out and that was a problem and i think that um most other legends would not uh you know fumble in this way
0: yeah um as far as the conversation you were having to start that of is nelson a legend i think um i think like if if i was just very quickly answering that question um i'd probably have to just say no in the basis of like You know, when when I would think of like name twenty challenge legends, he's not coming up in the top twenty, not in the top thirty. Like it's it's unfortunate, you know, for people like Nelson or like um, a Leroy or a Nani or a Nisa, and and I'm not gonna group all four of those in the exact same category because I would put uh, an Anisa or a Leroy in the category of legends, but. I mean, at the end of the day, I know it sounds crazy because Nelson, what this is his ninth season or whatever, you, uh, ninth or maybe tenth by now. Um, you're looking at people like Anissa who have almost had 20, and Leroy who is, uh, you know, probably like 15 by now. Um, and not to say that like the numbers matter, but they kind of do. Um, and by the time that Leroy's, you know, in his uh, retirement, which is not so retirement season, um, you know, and the way that you know everybody's saying goodbye and sending him off, and whether he wins or not, you know, it's 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 moments like that um, that you know can kind of bring you full circle. Um, and, and create the, the, you know, the desire to call you a legend. Like if we were having that challenge documentary, um, that aired, you know, in five years from now and say, Nelson's not back on the challenge by then, is there going to be a a segment on Nelson? No. Um, is there going to be, you know, maybe a conversation about the young bucks? Uh, maybe, maybe a little bit to like, you know, talk about like the new era that came in, you know, around invasion and some of those people altogether. But, um, I don't know. I, I also don't know why I'm harping on this too much, but um, I I feel like you know the 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 challenge world and uh, you know a, a lot of people online talking about challengers. Um, There's obviously a lot of conversation about, you know, who's the greatest of all time. And, um, you know, the word legend does kind of stand out as a topic of, you know, does this person qualify, especially when it's used in this way? Um, Did Nelson belong here? I absolutely uh, don't see any issue with him being here. Um, The word legend aside, just, you know, as a good personality of somebody on the MTV, you know, flagship show side of things to to have him be here. But um, I do hope that, you know, if he is able to uh, make a full recovery, of course, hoping he he can um, and make his way back to the show that he can keep trying and keep making these moments and, you know, have uh, something, you know, for his story more than just, you know, every season having a different, you know, love interest kind of deal because that's where it's been lately. Um, I hope that there can be more to it that can kind of cement his legacy because he is a very fun personality. He gives great confessions. Um, And I hope that one day he, uh, I I can, you know, genuinely feel like, uh, like he's a legend. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping. I don't know. I just don't know if the potential is there for Nelson to be like an all time. Uh, I'm still waiting on the first win. (laughs) Like I really, you know, um, it's just we're not there yet where i think that like sure theo has only done two seasons um had theo's trajectory stayed the same i think theo probably has a win by now um and uh has probably had a more impressive career overall than nelson um so it's like yeah you can take issue with like certain um people's place on the season and like the verbiage used to discuss them but um fun personality I have no real problem overall
0: yeah and like to be clear like a winner does not make a legend if Theo no. had won by now he's certainly not a legend I'm sorry to your boy Turbo but that man as much as he is mm-hmm. on the show not a legend no legend it's no fine. Get, yeah, out is, but it's fine. get out of here
1: <laughs> like is but it's fine Um,
0: uh, so that's that Um, so yeah we, we do lose Nelson and Huhui here Um, I think that they were in decent spirits on the way out Uh, you know Huhui trying to keep him from being too down on himself uh nelson doesn't usually go out this early so it's you know definitely got to be tough on him to uh, have this result but um i don't know this I mean, is going to be a cutthroat season i just don't
1: think like it, it definitely is not like an ideal outcome uh but i think it would be a harder ego blow for many other people
0: yeah um and also like <laughs> uh he doesn't usually go out this spot he usually goes out in the same spot of like you know a couple rounds before the finals. so yeah. what's better um well. You know,
1: know, either like fourth out or just before the final is my general like Nelson boot.
0: Yeah. Um, Kellyanne and Tristan are the winners here. And um, oh, actually, before I get too far away from Nelson, um, the note that I had in my phone was um, not to keep being uh, unfortunately down on Nelson here, but this is now his fifth consecutive elimination loss.
1: Ooh, that is so surprising because Nelson was undefeated for quite some time, was yeah, he? Yeah,
0: he was like eight and O or something at one point in our drafts. And we were taking him so early because we were like, well, send him into elimination. He's coming right back. He's now lost five in a row. Um, Most recently, this was from uh, Reddit and I saw challenge stats and tweeted about it as well. um, That the record overall is held by uh, Jasmine and someone else. I can look it up um, of, of just six in a row. But uh, yeah, Nelson being very close to that record.
1: Um mm, um I believe that he was something like like eight two and one. Or like, I don't know. He had yeah, some ridiculous really record. Yeah. It was a really, really good elimination record. Um, there were, there was at least one DQ in there. Um, so that saved him, uh, an elimination on that season. But yeah, it's not been great for Nelson.
0: The tweet says Nelson joins Robin, Tyree and Marie with the only players with a five elimination loss streak. That record is currently yes. held by Danny and Jasmine. Um, they have a six consecutive loss streak active, um, Let's hope that Jasmine can break that on All-Stars 4. Um, And then talking about Danny and Nelson, they had a tweet saying Danny lost against. uh, First, it was Wes and Casey. Then it was Davis. Then it was Adam. Then it was Darrell. Then it was Jillian and Pete. And then Camilla and Big Easy. Um, Nelson has now lost the, the five against Rogan once, Fessel twice, Kyle, and then Tristan and Kellyanne. They said, you be the judge of who had it harder. I voted for Nelson, and Nelson is winning in the poll. Yeah, I think that's fair. So he has had it harder, but my man needs, uh, you know, a win to get back in the column. And again, let's hope that someday, uh, he's able to be healthy enough and strong enough to get back out there and do that. So that's uh, my final comments there for Nelson and it was a fun two episode, three episodes to, uh, to have them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am glad that like even the uh, MVPs we got for an episode and a half, now like this team we got for three episodes. So nice, again, to pad a little bit of extra time at the beginning of the season rather than at the end. So um, definitely fun there. I definitely don't think this is the last we've seen of Nelson by any means. I'm sure that he will be on a speedy recovery and be back uh, as soon as he can be. I don't see him taking uh, even as much time as they recommend him to recover, unfortunately.
0: I mean, that'll probably not be up to him um yeah but
1: we'll
0: see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see um we of course are going to get a little bit more of the kellyanne versus john a uh, to close out the episode and definitely the most explosive kellyanne and john a uh, to close out the episode uh so when when kellyanne got thrown in and she had a confessional being like the very least that john a could do is not have this smirk on her face while she's sending me in and they cut to john a having the smirk on her face so it's like yeah what is going on there like why is she being like you know Like this about it. Uh, And Kellyanne is just getting so frustrated because not only do they have this conversation, but like when Kellyanne walks away, she's like, she needs to stop fucking with me. Like she is genuinely feeling like John A is like playing with her like a toy.
1: Yeah. So the thing is, I went back and rewound this like three times because I was like, this could very easily be cut from a different moment of elimination and just have the voiceover. It does kind of seem like she was smirking throughout (laughs) almost. Uh, I think the smirk was, um, you know, a little more intense at different moments and a little less at other moments. So I don't know. It just feels really weird. Uh, I even like grant going into Kellyanne and Tristan in and being like, really thought you were going home. Like, why are you saying that? Uh, I just don't understand. Uh, even like when, um kellyanne says to john a like oh were you scared jody was going to win like say no i wanted you both here and i was confident you could win that where i was nervous about jody in this elimination so that's why like haha i had to keep you here buddy so i don't uh,
0: uh, there's no one buying that i believed. know but no one's buying that
1: <laughs> it's not getting believed but it is better than well i really thought you were gonna go home <laughs> no one's <laughs> like, buying don't tell that. them that
0: like <laughs> i know um it's it's a no-win situation because she shouldn't have put Kellyanne in. Um, Jody and Ben Ha, of course, would have come back from that as well uh, because Nelson and Huhui would have had to go against, like, uh, I don't know, alternates that just showed up and and maybe even Kenny Clark still would have won that elimination, you know, uh, coming out as a legend. Um, But it's, it's, yeah, um, I, I think the process of you know consoling jody after that would have been a lot easier than what she is about to witness from kellyanne um am am i worried that kellyanne's going to win a daily challenge and retaliate no um i don't think that this is one of the strongest teams in the house like you mentioned earlier uh but is it going to be very hard to live with kellyanne as she's actively plotting against you and trying to turn people against you in the house yeah
1: well my thing is i'm like where are i guess both jody and kellyanne going but especially jody like she doesn't have anywhere else in the house to go so even if you throw her in and just say i'm so sorry like against anyone else i would have obviously kept you safe but like kellyanne's my number one i think jody's gonna be a little more understanding for many reasons uh so it just feels like so obvious yeah
0: uh, this conversation was just, was, uh, was tough as a John A fan to watch, um, because it does feel like John A is just BSing her way through it and Kellyanne is like, you know, not an idiot, so... Um, you know when Johnny is like, well, it's because you told people. Like again, I, I believed Kellyanne. I could be wrong. Maybe more information will come out, but um, it just didn't feel like my favorite Johnny episode of all time. And I hope that we get more of an explanation. And I hope, as a Johnny a. fan, that I hope that she, you know, is is able to recover from uh, all of the heat and attention on them. That it, you know, in in this for moment. sure.
1: I will say a long term. Like I want her to stay in, but a villain arc for john a could be entertaining (laughs)
0: like how would that work
1: (laughs) uh it could happen the thing is that i feel like the all-stars are not as connected as the people from the flagship show so i mean you listed them before but john a kellyanne jody like durell at this point um wes was there uh yes i just don't think that that is as tight of an alliance as like the casey's and Jordan, I guess, could go either way. But uh, Tori talks about specifically names Casey, uh, Tori, Jordan, and Wes as kind of an alliance. So I – Feel like they are a lot stronger than any combination of the all-stars are in the first place uh-huh. uh, like at the point that Johnny and Kellyanne are turning on each other like what are who, which of these all-stars are having loyalty
0: yeah Um. so do we think like, I mean you mentioned the four of them and I feel like that sounds yeah that sounds familiar so is bananas not in it like what's what's going on
1: well because this is why I also questioned why Tori was saying this in the first place I believe she was talking to Danny and Ben um, which was an interesting call um to like share this information with. She was saying basically for the vets, for the MTV personalities, for the legends, however you want to call them, this like holds a lot more weight. you're going to have to play with these people over and over and over again in the future. So, um, she said, for example, if Jordan or Wes ever said the names of her or Casey, it'd be over. Mm-hmm. So, um, specifically those four were mentioned. I am taking that to be like, that is the core of their alliance. Um, or maybe at least the, the core of Tori's alliance. Interesting to see Wes in there over bananas who she just worked with for a whole season.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, Wes, it's not that they, that she didn't work with Wes because you know she chose not to last season he just wasn't there Um, so if she has a closer friendship to the guy then you know
1: sure I also think potentially it's um, who's Jordan closer to yeah (laughs) potentially Uh, so that would not surprise me but Mm -hmm. I, I like I said I think bananas is probably the number five in that and that's still a fine place to be
0: yeah I mean when you look at some of the other teams that are around again you have yes and Emily you have Theo and Sarah you have Amber and Troy like plenty of of legends that are on the board here that uh jody and Benha that are not going to be considered priority by that main core uh Mm -hmm. there and it's going to be a matter of can all of those teams come together um and and figure something out because it's certainly not going to be danny that does it he wants to, to he wants to take some of these bigger players down probably a west banana or jordan um Ban- bananas? Did I say one singular? You banana. You did say singular banana. West, so that's <laughs> West banana or Jordan? <laughs> or Jordans? Just, just or Jordans? <laughs> um, so it's not going to be Danny, but you know if Ben, who's Ben, partnered with Case. No, ah, these teams are confusing. Um, they'll they find are. a way.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Um, I feel like we have been flagging up ben. basically like MTV versus MTV happening at some point. I do think that there will be breaks in that alliance, whether it be the core or the vets overall. If you were to say out of the those four, who, or even like let's extend it to bananas, who's the most likely to turn on them?
0: Within the group? Yeah. Wes...
1: Yeah, I agree. So I would be very curious because, I mean, as Wes is even saying to Zara, like, who are we rooting for this in this elimination? No, not Team UK. We are playing both sides. Uh, I could see him very easily playing both sides, which screws over Tori or Casey or someone else
0: along yeah, the way. For sure. Well, we'll see. We'll find out as we keep on going with this season. Do you have anything else on Janay or Kellyanne or anything else um, before I guess we give a draft update?
1: no i thought it was funny how um it appears like as soon as they go back to the house johnny like marches up to her room and it's like yeah you probably should retreat but uh to see that it looked like jody uh john a and kellyanne are all staying in the same room i was like this is so messy okay. um <laughs> <laughs> this is so messy
0: yeah um the confessionals draft is going well for me um not going well for you um so far yeah. but i really shouldn't get ahead of myself because again i have the kellyanne and tristan team and just because they're doing well at the moment um uh, confessional wise um doesn't mean i feel great about them long term so what are you doing over there clicking away on the uh spreadsheet
1: i was trying to figure out if i have any uh full teams which i don't think i do so Uh, um
0: better (laughs) yeah so uh somebody that did have a full team is puya who had Nelson and hui now you're changing colors of things no, leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nelson and Hui we were both on Puya's team. Um, so that's a pretty big loss where he had already lost Claudia there. Um, but he's still not in uh, last place. Uh, Scally currently. Uh, I get it. <laughs> sorry. Um, with 54 points. Uh, Puya with 56 points, which is total confessionals, uh, one point per one confessional. Uh, Haley has 68 confessionals. And I have 81 confessionals, thanks to Kellyanne and Tristan, mostly Kellyanne. Um the undrafteds uh Ben ha is really you know proving to be uh he's like I'll show you undrafted um with fourteen <laughs> total confessionals so on anybody's team that would have been a big boost and uh Ben has seven, you know, which is higher than people that are he's he's gonna be higher than uh people that are leaving so that's the update there
1: i just think that the purged people should be replaced by the undrafted.
0: and let me guess you think that ben ha should be on your team
1: no but you can have ben ha since he has so many people
0: missing mm, okay well um i don't know about assist. that uh, we'll have to weigh in with the council and uh, get the whole whole panel's take on that um
1: everyone tweet Ligori and tell him that you agree that i should get someone
0: um, I think if anybody's <laughs> tweeting at uh, definitely you right now, it's not going to be about the challenge. Mm. so
1: <laughs> That's why I said you will find it easier. <laughs> all right. Fine.
0: Um, anything else for now? Uh,
1: no, not right now.
0: <laughs> OK, well, thank you guys for tuning in and checking out this week's recap of the challenge. World's champ uh, world championship. However, you want to hashtag it. Um, we'll be back next week with episode four. Um, of course, follow Scally on twitter uh with nothing uh going on on Twitter uh, at Brian underscore Scally definitely no active conversations um it's and been so any, quiet any plugs?
1: Uh, no, just, uh, Twitter at Brian underscore scaly. You can even just check it next week. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, and then I am on Twitter at Matt Lagory. Uh, make sure you're, uh, letting us know anything you want to let us know, feedback or otherwise about this season. If you're enjoying it, we always love to hear from you guys, uh, any star ratings, five star ratings and reviews are always welcomed and much, much appreciated on over on the Dom and Colin, uh, feed just to, uh, keep You know, keep the good word out there. Um, so thank you guys again for listening, for checking this one out. We'll, uh, see you guys next week. Take care.